Welcome to Miami. Bienvenidos a Miami. You're now listening to MIA Radio. DJ Kev, DJ Zayas. Let me holler at my real Miami motherfuckers. It's not me, it's bigger than me. My pride and joy is when I pull up to a light and I'm in my car and the person next to me has a station on. That to me is the instant gratification of, wow, you know, we really did something for the crib. Yo, 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 it's MIA Radio. Yes, and episode we're back. 54. 54. 54. New year, starting off, you know. We're on a. Year two. On location, on location, our first guest after post one year, right? Remote, remote. Guest. We're on the compound. <laughs> on the <laughs> compound, yeah, bro. <laughs> we pulled up, and I was like, oh, I feel like shit. I'm on the army base right now. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I was having PTSD, bro. <laughs> Damn, right, but real talk, real talk. We are at Vive ninety two point seven here with the one and only DJ LS. DJ LS, give up, it up for DJ LS. What's up, brother? Yeah, yo, thank, thank you for uh, taking the time out no, and having thank me on the you, show, man. Bro. Thank you. We've been, you know, we every time we run into each other, we see each other, we tell you that we've been wanting to do this because, you know, bro, we really, like, admire what you do. Like, thank the you, station bro. is... Everything you've built here. Yeah, I mean, bro, it's Especially now being here and seeing it in person. Like, right. it's really dope to see, like, how far you've come. Thank you, bro. Yeah. I appreciate and, it. Yeah, the perspective... I mean, we, we hold you pretty high, and then coming in here and seeing how everything is, it's like, yo, like, this is yeah, legit, it's, it's, you know? I, it's I would I want to call it maybe like the sticker shock, almost like the sticker shock, like you know something, and then but then when you see it, yeah, kind of thing, yeah, man. I guess, yeah, nah, but it's 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 super super legit. Thank you, bro. So for our listeners that don't know you, um, let us know, you know, obviously introduce yourself by yourself, and then get into the station. And then we'll go from there. And well, if you wanna, if you wanna start, um, I don't, I don't know wherever you guys wanna start uh, as far as me as a DJ, and then we can talk about the station. That's yeah, cool. I mean, yeah. basically, you be how you got to this point right here? Because yeah. I mean, it I, wasn't overnight, that's for sure. Um. Okay. So I guess I could, if you wanna, if you got any questions to start off, you know, that'll be great. Yeah. Kind of like let's. I, I guess the best thing to say is like, um, if you wanna kind of section it out, right. say, oh, DJing, and then vibe. Yeah. We'll start. We'll yeah. start with DJing. Like, what got you into DJing, and like, what made you pretty much like start djing and like and then what took and then what was the switch into the radio like what what sparked that you know you know you know the funny thing is that i <laughs> i kind of did it backwards because i've always been an electronic engineer i've been a nerd low-key i gonna say whatever it is what it is uh you know but i, I was at very at my very infancy as a young kid man i used to play with electronics take things apart and stuff like that and i think one of the things that uh even before djing uh, one of the craziest things about me was radio. I always wanted to figure out how do people talk out of that radio? Yeah. How do they how does the voice yeah, come yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it, you know, it tripped me out for a while, and um, and one of the things that uh, I think uh, drove you know really gave me a perspective on radio is when I, I went to a Radio Shack. I never forget. I bought this little FM transmitter, had a little microphone on it, and you would put it to a station, kind of like those little things you put in the car. You know, you yeah. hook it up to a CD player or whatever, right, and you right, or a cassette, right. and um. And I was talking out the radio, and I used to use it just to mess around with my homies. They would be in the car, in the car like or whatever, or playing music and stuff. And I would, they would be listening to a certain station. I right. would put it on a certain station. I would talk out the car. They would oh start tripping out. <laughs> wow. So just like holding those stuff like right, that. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So that's that's what radio. I mean, well, that that's that's how I kind of got into uh, into like DJing and stuff like that. Uh, then my neighbor, my neighbor, I he used to uh, his name was uh, Alex, and he was a DJ. 
just like he would do like uh, you know ballrooms and uh, weddings and stuff like that. Right. And uh, he was never like a club DJ. And I would uh, I would see him come home every you know on Saturdays and all that equipment and stuff. And since I was in electronics, you know sometimes his equipment would like uh, you know mess up. He had like a bad speaker, a bad connector, or something. And I was right. like, yo, you could think you help me out. And then I you know I started helping him out. And then one day he's like, hey, you know, um, I said, yo, I want to kind of learn how to DJ and stuff like that. And uh, from that, I probably was I don't know. But like 12 years old at that point okay. 12 yeah. you already knew how to fix uh, i already yeah at like a that? very yes uh, my father's a mechanic i was uh i was born into that man i was you know we always cacharreando we were riding go-karts and doing stuff in the neighborhood always yeah. from a very young age but yeah i was already like dabbling i didn't know everything but i knew the basics enough to get around and uh yeah, I started one of my uh, first skills was soldering, how to solder mm. cables and stuff. So that's what I would do. I would solder cables for him and fix them. And he's like, yo, you want to, he tells me, yo, you want to DJ? You want to learn how to DJ? So, you know, he showed me how to DJ. And mind you, this is pre-Serato, right. pre-anything. This is just straight vinyls, 45s yeah. and 33s on some Technique 1100s. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> not not even. Many people but, don't know Yeah, a belt drive, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was messing around with that and then, uh, got into the 1200s and he kind of like showed me, you know, dropping on the one and, yeah. you know, the basic function and, you know, how, you know, how to kind of mix it in and out and stuff like that. But, um, it still didn't, it was like, I caught it, but it was like, eh, I still liked more the radio portion of it. Gotcha. Talking on the radio. And, um, I still say to this day, I think I'm a, I mean, my opinion, I think I'm a better MC than a DJ. I just, or a radio personality than a DJ. Um, I mean, they could both go, go in hand in hand, but I would say, yeah, and uh, my first love was radio. So I got into that and uh, going to going to like uh, the jams and stuff like that. I used to see uh, Bola Lover set up, 97.7 Bola Lover, Sugar Hill DJs, Ghetto Style DJs, Uncle Al, Rest you know, RIP, my homie yeah. Uncle Al, man. I had the privilege of hanging out with him and fixing multiple transmitters for multiple yeah. uh, stations <laughs> that he had. And, uh, you know, got a lot of records from him and stuff like that. And R.I.P. my homie Al and uh, DJ Bass also. And, uh, yeah, I got to be around that aura just by coming from, not even from DJing, coming from the electronics side. Right. Nothing to do with DJing. And uh, they just kind of kept me around. I kind of just, I don't know, it kind of like grew on me. It grew on me. And then uh, one of the things since being like kind of like vocal was uh, very... I want to say unorthodox way of DJing is like they mic check, you know, yeah, DJs yeah. mic check. Meantime, you know, whatever yeah. they say, stuff like that. They mic check, interrupt the song and, you know, do that. And um, I learned to do that with uh, with Disco Dave and uh, Jam Pony Express, wow. CM Express, Holy shit. stuff like that. You know, um, uh, CC Top, all, all the other the other the other old school DJs. And I kind of learned that style. And I really still hadn't focused on like mixing, mixing, mixing. But uh, that's. That's pretty much how I kind of got into radio. I mean, kind of got into radio and and DJing. I guess they both went hand in hand and stuff. Wow, damn, that's crazy. I didn't know you were that tied in with like some of the OGs. You know, like oh, I mean, you you mentioned Uncle Al, but then, you know, like you said, Jam Pony Express. Yeah, like Jam Pony, Slick that's Vic, uh, Disco. You know, Disco Dave. Can you explain that? Can you explain that to people that are not from Miami? Well, uh, Disco Dave, uh, Disco Dave is a character. This guy, he's he's very famous for the echoing. Yeah, yeah he'll go Disco Dave, 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 and he used to make. He was the originator. And if you guys do your research, the originator of mixtapes in Miami before and for Lauderdale mm-hmm. and, and Miami, the first people to make mixtapes was Jam Pony Express, CM Express, and also um, 
and also and also Disco Dave. Disco Dave was more Miami. Right. Uh, Jam Pony was Fort Lauderdale. Right, Lauderdale's right. finest. So they were the first, you know, to put, you know, a mic check on a record. And the way that you would get music, because people wouldn't go out and buy all the albums, this was the way to get that. And I remember sitting with Dave one time. I mean, I was there with uh, with uh, with my boy from Jam Pony, Slick Vic, and he was telling me, cool to see. He's like. People would record and re-record and re-record and dub the tape so much right. that it got to the point that it, he said that the tape would have air in it. Like, it would have this hiss sound. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, like, yeah. bad quality. And people were still jamming to it. Wow. Because, uh, you know, back then, no CD players, nothing like that. And that was kind of, like, the alternative from radio yeah. was to have that. Damn. And at that time, you... You did you want to do parties or you were like yo? No, I was still right. stuck into the. It wasn't until um, I didn't really still get into parties. I want to say about fifteen, about fifteen to sixteen. I yeah, was so doing still a, young, in yeah, very young there. I was still doing a lot of underground stations and stuff like that. I was mainly always radio, uh, you know, ninety point nine, ninety four point three, ninety eight seven South Base, ninety uh, Dance ninety nine five, uh, you know, um, Hot ninety seven seven. Uh, uh, even actually, a funny thing is. Um, well, what a lot of people don't know where Khaled is from, uh, Mix 96, Butterfuco. Right, right. You know, stuff like that. That used to jump off back in the day, and they used to do a party that I would go to. It was called Madhouse. Right. Mm. That was in Kibiskane, right? Kibiskane, yeah, right across yeah, the street yeah, from this aquarium. Yeah. Fact. Yeah, so I would be there, you know, and I used to hang out around them. And uh, I never got to do a set there, but mm -hmm. I was always kind of like around. And But that was that was like some Miami, because I went, I went to it like one time. And I don't even think I got in, but it that like it was very swole, man. I think yeah, <laughs> people like, on the causeway, the yeah. cops. Yo, like people. that shit was rowdy, but like I mean, that's where uh, Wall Street was popping too, right? Yeah, like, that's uh, where Karu, a lot of we're talking about back then. And we're talking about at least Karoo and Y, yeah, uh, Monty's, yeah, he's a jump, yeah, Monty's. Club, yeah. Club Deep, Ooh. you yeah. know, um, Club Deep. So, what, what was the pit line when he says? Uh, I mean, he he mentioned Club Deep a lot. Uh, well, I'll take it a little um, bit further now. Oxygen Lounge. Yeah, yeah. we talked about that. We talked Oxygen. About that, yeah, but the Grove. But yeah, man. I mean, like Madhouse. Madhouse is like, like I said, it's a name where like that's where Washi Fire like kind of like connected, and he they were doing. I mean, Khaled was out there too. Like that was like the Caribbean. Oh scene yeah, was was heavy. Waggy heavy. T, yeah. Waggy T, DJ Waggy T. All those dudes, yeah, like classic. Super, super OG. I didn't know you were tied into that too, man. I mean, he's still like fourteen at this time. You were the dude. You were the dude. Like to fix everybody's solid, equipment, right? Yeah, man. I was like, uh, I that's I kind of like backdoored that. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. That's it's like though, yeah, shots, you know, my homie Boda Lover. He would come get me at my grandma's house at three in the morning. It's not supposed to be doing that, at, you know, at that time of night. Yeah. Hey, Serge, yo, my transmitter blew up. Come, I yeah. need to change some transistor. We got to get on the air. We got a party at the National Guard the next day. Wow. The National Guard Armory. They used to do a call the Battle of the DJs. And, um, yeah, man, it was, it was, it was, that was kind of like my way in. And uh, it kind of grew on me. Like I said, man, it was an amazing time. I got to hang out with all the heavyweights from that time. Yeah. You know, see everybody come up in that time. Uh, people that are really big now. And you know, and have passed uh, me uh, a whole bunch of made it big, uh, things like that. So it was a, uh, it was. I think it was the right timing. Yeah, right. throughout all that time, you're learning like the ins and outs of, of the, those stations. And of all. those stations, yeah. of how radio worked, yeah. even though it was very like I want to say kind of hood, you know, kind of hood thing, they you know, everybody. Huh? But it was radio, and uh, the, my my attraction to it all the time was that they catered to the community. Fact. You know, right. that was the main objective. They played what people wanted to hear. 
And I mean, when I play, when I mean they wanted to play what people want to hear, they play it on the fly. Yeah. Like they call a station, yo, I want to hear some, uh, I want to hear some Big Pimpin' and Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Boom, they throw it. Yeah. <laughs> throw it on right remember, there. Man, it used to be like, I couldn't even like really imagine it because I was like, yo, like, how are these people sw- like swapping records or if it was like whatever they were doing, it was like, uh, it was always on like on time like on it like yeah it was a it was a form of i don't think they really slam they slammed the records in it's a form of a, it, they like i want to say party rocket time like yeah, they, yeah. they went in like they would slam the record in and they would have it real queued up and it would boom and just yeah. slam it in there i remember i would call it the slot machines when everybody used to have that gemini cd player with the double oh <laughs> man the, du- the dual <laughs> the dual cd man. player you know the duels, man. oh funny. man if you had that fast cue point you were pretty good yeah. you know yeah that, that's I, I remember that was the first time i ever saw like the cue button on something it was one of those little dual things and i mean back then it wouldn't even read the bpm or anything you're no that's what i yeah exactly exactly Man. you actually really had to use your ear back then hey real DJ. yeah real, real DJ. Exactly. yeah <laughs> And, yeah, and God forbid that the turntables were bad. You really had to have just under the Serato. You had to have good needles. You would just fix them. Yeah, yeah, yeah just fix them. It's like, <laughs> come on. So you're, at this time, you're like 15, 16. So how do you like? Because that's you're still young at that point. So how do you keep evolving as a DJ and then eventually? Well, in that point, uh, um, still involved in radio and stuff like that. Again, on the technical side, um, I kind of, I kind of start getting into like doing uh, little house parties. You know okay. what I mean? That's what happened. Like. My friends would hit me up. Hey, you know, they know that I had two turntables. I had a mixer and, you know, some speakers. Nothing crazy, you know, whatever. And I would go and, you know, throw a little party. I would do uh, my, my high school, Miami Jackson Senior High, uh, General. Okay. General Rose, come on, stand up, baby. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, um, I would do the uh, spill-out parties there. Um, I never got to – I didn't do prom or nothing like that. But, you know, I would do a little Gettys. Yeah, you know, always do the little Gettys, you know what I mean? Those were the best. Those were the best. If you ask me, dog, that's still the, the one Gettys. of the best parties, dog. Gettys like, were the best. Because they won't get raided. So yeah. you just hang out all night, play music, yeah, man. take a speaker, chill. Right. Yeah, it was everybody's just vibing, vibing play good yeah. music. Dope, dope shit, man. Um, something that I wanted, I mean, you've been talking about how you got into the, you know, like the more like uh, engineering side. Um as you start doing parties, do you start, I mean, you're already fixing stuff for everybody, but like, when does like your creativity level like spark? Um, into, there was, okay. So you already know where I'm I got you, I got you, I got you, where so. the DJ full on goes. Yeah. So basically, I want to say, yeah, I want to say like around 17, 16, 17, and that around that, around that, I did my first, um, I did my first, I think it was a ballroom party I did. I just, I was a, no, it was a, was it a homecoming? I think it was a homecoming. I it. And I saw like the reaction and uh, of people when you DJ and you kind of have like uh, you really control the vibe and everything. And that's when I started saying, wow, I play this song and people react a certain way. And the yeah. other one, that's when it kind of like started making sense. It wasn't just about slamming records in and stuff. That's when you got a creativity. It's like, well, I remember this old school song and I could blend that with that yeah. song. And that's that's kind of like I want to say like 17, 16, 17. Yeah, because around w- that time when I met you, you I mean, you were a little older than that already, but you were fixing like you fixed my turntables. <laughs> <laughs> They're I, still I think working I, I, to I, this I, day. I, I perfectly. think I fixed pretty much almost Every DJ everybody's, yeah. everybody's turntable. That's actually Miami. might be a, a factual statement. Yeah. Uh, I know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to say that because maybe, you know, you, what had, I, offer, you had offered mine and then I never got out because that's when you were in Kendall, too. Right. Like, so yeah, I, I was, I was like, man, I'm like, I got to drive like. Cause I used to live right here. I'm like, I gotta drive to friggin' 387 Southwest, <laughs> but I'm like, damn, but I need them fixed. And then I ended up like somebody just like, kind of like, 
Yeah, they changed whatever. RCAs yeah. and did something like that. It was something, but I mean, I, I still. It's funny. I was thinking. I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna bring my shit in." Like, <laughs> I went whenever, whenever. You know, you know what happens is, man, and not to deviate, but what happens is that everybody's so used to, you know, because the Serato kind of ruined it for us. Everybody's so used to DJing on crappy turntables. Yeah, you know what I thing, mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, and no disrespect to anybody, but, but you know, they just don't. como like no saber igual que no wait. You know, yeah, they don't know. Course. They don't know. And then they touch a turntable that's. To factory spec, and they're like, "Oh, it's different. whoa, whoa! Yeah. I could chirp faster it's now. Different. The yeah. needle didn't jump, you know." Yeah. So that was a yeah, it was, it's a great thing, man. And so when when you did fix my turntables, that, you already had a station at that time, right? At that time, you've had a couple. Yeah, I've of. had a couple. Um, we we're talking uh, a couple stations back then. You know, I was still experimenting with radio. We I didn't go completely professional like I went now to this point. And you want to know something as funny that this thing started back? I want to say in two thousand. Um, when I started applying to get the station license was uh, back in, I want to say, in 2006. Wow. So it's been 10 years. I want to say a good 10, 12 years, 10, 11, 12 years, something around that time to get the station to this point. And, um, you know, it wasn't a, a little quick uh, politic talk. Right. Shout out to Obama that signed the uh, Local Radio Community Act, Damn. which allowed local people and allowed they took it away i mean you know whatever i'm not, a, I'm not a, i don't get into politics but i'll just tell you they it's no longer there but for that short window uh-huh. you know they allowed people to try and get license which are non-corporations which wow. that's my opinion with radio i mean how is a program director in new york decide what's hot in miami you know what's funny now that you mentioned that i saw i saw a tweet that said um the radio story is always the same it's like the dj listens to the song and he's telling the pd yo we need to have the song the song's working in the clubs whatever 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 then it comes on the list and then when the song blows up the pd is the one that's getting the plaque yeah that, that's, <laughs> that's, that's and that's kind of like, uh, i mean we know we know we can we can talk about that shit for right. fucking ever but it's just so funny that you said that because it's like you're everything here though and like you've always well, been. I'm, I'm, well, um, I gotta say, you know, I gotta give a shout out to my team too. It's not just me. No, but my I'm dog Drastic, man. That's my right yeah. hand. That's my dog right there, man. All day, sure. Drastic. Yeah. You know, my PD, man. I, that's my that's my right hand man right there. And when I ask for anything, man, I mean, this guy pulls it out of I don't know what. He pulls a rabbit out of a hat. He really yeah. does, man. And and big up to my homie right there, man. He's a name that's come up a few times, and we were actually we had. Um, yeah, mean, we spoke that, about that having him, having him be, on too. That might be a round table. Have you and I seen him? Yeah, you know, yeah, five a day. But um, around that time when you when you had that first station, like, how did you even like start a station from scratch? Well, uh, I mean, again, we'll come back to me hanging out with those people and again uh, repairing. Uh, the, the the thing about it is like, uh, and in a way. Uh, I envy podcasts in a good in a good way because you, you guys <laughs> you guys I see the equipment that you yeah. guys have you have a, a, a you know a, an audio interface a computer and some recording equipment and it's amazing and then you wow. hear the, the and, background and running you hear the background <laughs> <laughs> and then you like and then you come into a forty stadium. amps in the back <laughs> so you come into the radio station and you see a, a you know a seven eight hardline cable that's the thick of my arm and yeah. a, and a hundred and a two hundred foot radio tower right. in the middle of Miami to get a signal out which is it's crazy and the amount of hardware that you have to have for an FM station compared to anything else and, uh, and that's what i'm saying i want you to explain like yeah. how well, because it's not like you like oh i want a radio station let me call up uh, no you, yeah yeah you so, did this yes yeah. yeah this is from zero so um on the engineering tip uh, i started uh believe it or not it started with collecting uh, old equipment i started collecting old trans uh, old uh, you know old mixers and all that the dj stuff the audio stuff is still you know very in in, in tune where it's at and stuff like that um uh, 
But then it came apart to the the business end of things where the processing comes in, the uh, exciter, the amplifier, the antennas. That's where my RF, me as an RF engineer, radio frequency engineer, kicks in um, at, a, at a very infancy, at a very young age. I was already, you know, dabbling in electronics and... RF is kind of like black magic. You got to really know what you're doing unless you'll pay the price. You'll pay with, you'll pay with your life. You yeah. know, it's high voltage. And um, I already had a, a good amount of knowledge on it. And uh, the first, it's funny, the first station you ha that I put up, um, it only went like two blocks. <laughs> 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 and I had my homies on the corner. They would pull out a, an antenna, a long antenna to just hear the station. It was all staticky as hell, but it was on. I mean, uh, that, had, that had to have been like an achievement for yeah. you. It was. Right? It really right. it really, it really, was. It was amazing. And it was, I put a smile on my face because, you know, and I, <laughs> I'm such a nerd. I still have my first transmitters no put way. away. It's a, it's, a, it's a home. I used to call it the shoebox. It looked like a little shoebox and had an amp inside an exciter and and I remember, man, and it, it grew from there. It went from a block, then it, it grew from that to, like, a mile. And I thought I was doing it with yeah. a mile. I was like, damn, we're over the bridge now. We're damn. on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> and then it wasn't until, like, I think I hit the beach. And when I hit the beach, I was like, whoa. Yeah. Now we're really, we're really hitting. And it, I think it electronically, man, it, it, uh, it was really exciting to see it grow. And every time it grow and grow and grow and grow and grow and more and uh yeah, I just kept going. And the man. best part is that you were doing it for fun. Like, I was doing it for fun. Yeah, I like, still do it for fun. Yeah, right. I still. This is still this is a, a, anybody thinks that I'm making a a whole lot of money. No, this is a money pit. Yeah. And I, I do this for the crib because I love Miami so much, man. Nah, I just I, I feel like this is something that was needed. I mean, and we'll get into that later on, but yeah. It's it, but it's crazy, man. I mean, because like you, what you're telling is like ninety two seven is a station that's. I mean, it, you hear it everywhere. I mean, it, now it reaches everywhere in Miami, right? Even for a lot of them, like people know and 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 you know, if you want to talk about the format of the station, I mean, I don't want to jump too much, but like, yeah, yeah. just so people know what you've been pushing and like what's the well, sound. classic hip hop. Um, I found out that I, I, you know, the first thing was to me is like, you know, I've always been, you know, I always love hip hop, and after music, after pretty much after 2010 and 2012, I'm not hating on new music or anything, but it's just I, I, I felt like I didn't have any correlation to that music. I felt like I, I didn't, it didn't make me happy, it didn't make me jump, and it made it, it wasn't lyrical. Yeah. You know, you're talking to a person that you know my number one artist is Tupac. Yeah. You know, you see right. Pac on the wall right there, man. That's you know that's you know. So I felt that you know Miami needed something. You know, it, it needed to fill a void. That wasn't being filled, not just on Thursday. Every radio station right. for 30 minutes plays yeah. a throwback, and that's it. And they only played what was hot on the yeah, radio. Yeah, like commercial hits. Yeah, what about B-side records, you right. know? I want to hear some EPMD. I want to hear some Tribe Called Quest. I've, I want to hear I, Electric yeah, Relaxation. Yeah. You know, I want to hear that. No, yeah, I've heard I've heard the randomest things that I would never or like find. freestyles, that freestyle, and yeah, like, and and also freestyles that like Pitt would do or Ross would do yeah. that like right. no one plays, yeah, yeah, like some POD, House of Fire, you know, yeah. stuff like you know the crib, the crib, you know, Jackie O, right, stuff <laughs> stuff that's that's the crib, you know, the stuff, real Miami, the shit, real man. Miami shit, you know, and uh. It's feel funny that I'm I'm refraining from cursing because I, I feel like I'm on the radio. No, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I, I'm, I'm so used to being on the radio. No, 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 good. We're no, 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 I know, I know. We don't We're podcasting, bro. Podcast. You guys but get we away wanna, with you. But <laughs> we don't want to make you. We don't want to no, no, make no, no, you no, start no, cursing. No, 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 I know, I know, I know. It's cool. But um, uh, and it's funny that I say that because I, I was like, uh, I can't. <laughs> and you know what? I gotta tell you one thing as a DJ. The thing that gets to me the most right now is when somebody. You know, Texas, the line, or they hit the station. Yeah. Yo, play this track, and I don't have it clean. Oh, that's like a stab. I'm like, oh man, damn. I can't play that song. It's like, damn, I don't have it. 
I gotta play all the reverbs and everything. It's like, yeah, it's difficult, man. You know what's really funny? You guys are gonna think this is really funny. Like, the first time, I mean, I like had communicated with Laz. Like, oh man, the homie right there, the, the legend DJ Laz. But like, one time we went on a DJ. It was like all the DJ City people were here. We went, like, we hung out, whatever. And the first time I heard him curse. I felt like I heard like my mom curse. <laughs> <laughs> like my parents, my parents don't yeah. curse at all. And like the first time I heard Laz curse, it was like I heard like my fucking uncle curse or that's, like that's a skill, bro. Somebody that I've never heard like curse. Like, yeah, I, like I heard like a teacher, like a teacher. It's, it's like it's like saying abuela saying a bad word. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Abuela like, saying a bad word. Yo, the first time I heard Laz curse, I was like. Because, I mean, when we got here, this guy was cursing, cursing up a storm, yeah, bro. Cursing, up, then, cursing more than a sailor. And then yeah. all of a sudden, I turn. Boom. You flip the switch. <laughs> it, it, it really, you know what? It really is a switch. It, it's 100%. so crazy. It really is a switch. And and it's like almost like a different person comes out. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's like, same, huh. It's the same thing with Laz. Like, like we, I mean, we were partying and drinking, whatever. And I'm like, I was like, yo, I'm like, like. It's like the teachers out outside of the school, and like you see, like your teacher out like partying and the, shit. Yeah, it's like no teacher mode. It's like you saw, your, 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 yeah, exactly the teacher. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a good skill to have, though. No, I mean sure. I couldn't do it. I've thought about it, and I'm like, yo, I curse too much. Like, because a lot of people, you know, you know what it is, man. As like a pause. Yeah, you know, you, you know what it is. Is you just gotta, um, kind of re we uh, reword your vocabulary completely. Yeah. You gotta like pensarlo dos o tres veces. I was like, oh. And you gotta, I, man. I can't tell you how many times I bite my tongue. I was like, Yeah, because you don't want to. And you know what? Him. You know what I say? I'll be like, Oh, I can't say that because we're gonna get in trouble. Right. <laughs> that's the that's the cushion. That's yeah, it's the cushion. Yeah. That's good. It's like, or you know, like the other day I, I was like on Instagram on IG Live and I saw this girl. She's like had pala, you know, pala, yeah, yeah. PLP, 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 and I was like, Yo, shout out there to PLP. I can't yeah, say you know the yeah, thing. It's like, Damn. Did you, you, you ever have any slip-ups while you're on when you were first starting? Um, when because yeah. I mean you were kind of yeah. Thank God for the dump button. I can tell you that much. Thank yeah. God for the dump button. And yeah, I, uh, at the very beginning, well, not ninety-two-seven. I'm talking about back in the day, but it, it didn't really matter. Like you know, because it was underground, yeah, underground stations and stuff like that. But yeah, but like it, it being you know at a broadcast level, and being at this level now, you know, with a station, it has to be professional, and. Uh, you have we have rules to follow the FCC, you know. They yeah, don't play right. around. So, uh, yeah, you know, every I think every DJ slips. You know, I've heard other broad radio DJs slip, but that uh, you know completely slip. But with me, I mean, and uh, luckily, you know, I have a sixty second dump button. You know, that boom, okay. I hit that. I was like, oh, I'd rather hear a beep yeah. than anything right. else. You know, okay, and it's very important. So, on the radio, no, like DJing in the studio, yes. Like, go through the radio, actually come out the other side? No. 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 That's good. Not that I know of, no. That's good to catch yourself. I mean, I've heard I've heard DJs getting fired and obviously, you know, stuff coming back around. And uh, I mean, multiple times. But, but it's, to me, I've always thought about it like, yo, if I'm on the radio, like, I would be it's so... It's nerve-wracking. Yeah. It's like, very so nerve-wracking. You got to make sure that uh, that every song that you play is actually clean. Clean. Yeah, you actually have and to listen to yeah. it. Yeah, because I, I, I did radio for maybe a year, and that would happen to me, like, where it's labeled clean, but and it, they then missed it's one word. And yeah. where it's reverbed the whole way, and yeah. they, they laid the instrumental on top of it, and then yeah. they didn't cut out that bad word, like, oh. Yeah. yeah, man, and that. I miss the 90s, 90s, man, when it was, like, a whole different version, and you could already tell. Like, I remember the first time I heard, like, nothing but a G thing, like, the dirty version. I was like, wait, this is not the video version. Because like, <laughs> back then it was, like, full on, you know, what was it? Uh, slap slap a trick. Like, everything was just. Switching. Yeah, everything was everything was just changed around and stuff, man. 
So when you when you started developing the station, then did you have like people kind of? Was it like it wasn't just easy? Like they didn't just give you the license? Like where no people, man, the whole they made you work for it. Yeah, well, here yeah, I'll go into a little bit of detail on that. Um, maybe in a broadcast uh, in 2000, I'll give you some dates uh, to see how long it took. Uh, basically, in I got my amateur radio license, which is uh, amateur broadcast. Amateur radio license is a different thing from broadcasting. I got that back in 2007, 2009. If you see on the wall there. I got my thing called the GROL, General General Radio Telephone Operator Permit. You have to have all of that before you get to that. Once you have that, then you have the right to file to be to apply. So got you got to be an, an, a full-on engineer. Now, mind you, just to get to that point, um, a lot of people. I mean, I don't got deep pockets like that. These radio stations, like you know, big big uh, big FM station, hundred thousand watt stations. They, you know, to, for them to apply for a license. We're talking in the hundred thousands of dollar range, you yeah. know what I mean? And you need to have an engineer. So I kind of one man band the whole thing in the sense of I already was kind of like uh, think of it like if you're the mechanic, you're a mechanic already, so you could kind of work on your own car and you yeah. could build your own car. Right. Well, this was a kind of the same deal. Um, you know, I went through the licensing process. You know, I became an engineer. Um, after being a broadcast, you know, becoming a broadcast engineer, then I got into the, uh, being accepted as a society of broadcast engineer. Then I got a GROL, which is a general radio telephone operator permit. Did all of that. That didn't, that didn't finish off to about 2013. Wow. This is, mind you, this is. And you have no guarantee. that No you, guarantee. This right. is still, you know. And it's uh, all for fun. And all for fun. All spitting <laughs> up in the wind. Uh, in, my, in my day job, I actually use that, that license oh, now, okay. which is kind of it's kind of solidified why I got it, you know. But back then, I didn't even know that I would be doing that at a professional level. But, you know, um, which, by the way, I'm an elevator engineer. I work yeah. on elevators, uh, and uh, I'm a broadcast engineer for multiple stations here in the Miami area. For a lot of the area, and, and you you, wait, you didn't you didn't go to no technical school or nothing. Right? Uh, actually, all, yeah, I'm FI, FIU. I have a master's in okay. uh, electronic engineering from FIU, but I also went to MPT, which is uh, where you know I got all my licensing done at in '09. It was just a series of tests and stuff like that. It's more of a technical school. Right, got it. Um, when uh, when again, I knew when I went to school, I didn't I I knew what was going on, but I didn't know why. You understand, like. You just basically, you know, you connect this auxiliary cord into the radio and sound comes out. You know that you do that function and that happens. But I didn't know why. Yeah. You know what I mean? So school kind of gave me the, I already had the, uh, the field experience, how we call it. I didn't, I didn't have the, uh, the, tech, the, uh, the theoretical, gotcha. the theory behind things. So you went backwards. So I went backwards. Exactly. I learned backwards. better, actually. Which, yeah, because you, you kind of skip a lot of that, uh, you kind of skip a lot of that, uh, you know, that trial and error because, you know, you get people that come out of school and they say, oh, I got all these certificates, but then they actually hit it. They don't know nothing. They don't know nothing yeah. because, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's just like, it's just like anything, you know. Trial and error, trial yeah. and error, trial and error, trial and error. Until yeah, you kind of like get it. OJT on the job training is w way more valuable than any degree and anything else. Absolutely, you know? like, especially something like you know. And I mean, obviously, engineering you have to know the back end of everything. But you know, you like I said, trial and error. Like you, you, you learn and you try and then you keep going. And that's it. You know, like yeah, it, it definitely, it definitely, it definitely was was one of my still my passions. I'm very passionate about that. Uh, I'm very passionate about modifying things and making things do what they're not supposed to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's I, I right. feel, that's yeah, and we'll talk about that. Yeah, we, can talk I mean, about we, that. we can get into it right now. <laughs> I forgot, I forgot about that. We can talk I mean, about that. Let us know because I, I heard of you before I knew who you were. 
um, what 12 years ago right about 12 years ago right yeah and when that's right around i mean i was i had moved i was getting ready to move and when i moved i was like oh that's the guy that did and it's crazy because now that's like that's it's a norm that's a norm but but what, but what you did was literally unheard of and like and i mean was that idea copied from you and like what do you how do you and what what's your take i mean yeah I'll break that you, down break I'll it down, it down for you I'll, I'll give it to you just, broken yeah, down. just let us know so okay so when Imagine, I saw that, and we'll go into some detail. Real quick, and yeah. you were the first one to do it, right? Yeah, absolutely. You were the first, 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 first person uh, to do it. On the face of the earth, if you could, and that's been verified, actually. I've actually, we went out and verified that. Right. Because oh, there's other people claiming. Right, so okay. spill, so, the beans, spill the beans. We'll break then. it down. All right, so what happened with that? Um, I had the 57, and the DJ to my DJs out there. I had the 57 SL, you know, the one, the version 3, the one with the little red trim around right. it. Right. And I had that, and I saw Serato kind of moving away, and everything, everything was locked into Serato, you know, to rain. Right. Oh, rain, rain, rain. Everything's rain, rain. In my honest opinion, and this is my opinion as an engineer, I think rain is not a, is not a built mixer. It's a name. They're living off their old name. I'm not hating on them. I'm not. This is well, my opinion. I mean, you're kind of right. Mm. Well, you know, <laughs> hey, I'm not hating. It's just I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm being factual right now. If you want to get down to the electronics, I get down to it how Pioneer could whoop that ass all day. Right. So... And 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 if and in any other DJ debates that, tell me how every DJ records on a Pioneer instead of a Rain. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, you could just see it with time. What what happened? I mean, yeah, they, exactly. Yeah, after because the it was only Rain, but then it. Yeah, and they, what what happened was with that company is they got locked out into a deal. Rain, I mean, Serato got Rain. You know, I think dummied Serato, and I don't know exactly the politics how it goes back and forth and stuff, but I would tell you, I saw a need. That Rain didn't, I mean, Serato just wasn't, I mean, we'll take it back to Final Scratch. I had Final Scratch when it came out, you know, it was the first right. thing. And then Rain, uh, you know, had Serato. I saw Serato at its very infancy in 2003, 2004. I saw it develop and stuff like that. Everybody was still with PCs and I was still messing around. It was very unstable. Yeah. But I, I was like, I didn't like the Rain mixer because the knobs felt funny. Yeah. And the crossfader wasn't like, you know, it wasn't, I don't know, it just wasn't a pioneer. I was yeah. always used to a pioneer. So I want to say back, I want to say back, and I think I did that like in 06. 06, 07 is when I did that. I had a DJM uh, S, uh, 9. A DJM S9. A, a, a 909. A 909. Uh, right. Think of the S9. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Now that's what the S9 Pretty is. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, and I saw the DJM, uh, the DJM 909, and I saw, I really loved that mixer, and I saw, I had the SL1, and one day... I just I was sitting there on my bench working on an S on a 909. Yeah. And uh it was uh that 909 belonged to I forget what DJ belonged to, but it belonged to a DJ here in Miami. Anyway, might have even been obscene. I don't think I worked on obscene's 909. I probably he probably still has that. Yeah. He probably still <laughs> has that 909. It's him, yeah. Yeah, he has that 909 still. Um I worked on that mixer. I don't know if it was his or not, whatever. I worked on the mixer. And I saw the amount of space that was inside. I called it the gutless wonder because it was all everything. <laughs> everything was on the top side of the mixer, yeah. and on the bottom, and I thought, oh, I see it was all empty. And your light bulb went. And I, and it was like a thing, man. I was like, why can't I put Serato in here? And I was, I took the Serato box apart. I looked at it, and on the if uh, if you guys remember the Serato, the the S one or the SL one. Yeah. Which is a USB 1.1.5 point one point 1.0 uh, device. Uh, I looked at the device and it has a it has a thing inside called a Spartan processor, which that's what the codec is used to decode and encode uh, time codes. 
in there, I saw as a if I take all, if I unsolder all the jacks off the top side of that, off the top side of that Serato box, you know, it's flat like yeah, a pancake. It's just one panel. Yeah, it's just, just like one, one little panel. one right. little PC board. So I said, you know what? Um, I'm gonna look at the what do we call a service manual in engineering. I pulled up the service manual for the 909, and I looked at where all the audio inputs were at and the audio outputs, and it all just so happened to be on the outside plug is this called a phoenix connector inside with a ribbon cable and i lifted that up and i got what we use in engineering is called an oscilloscope kind of like when you look at waveforms on a right. uh on a spectrum analyzer on a spectrum of audio and i started probing around and i saw that the audio comes in here and it came in in a certain place and it left in another place so i said you know what this is pretty basic well let's interrupt this and put the serato box in between yeah so i hardwired it in there uh, I think one of my most difficult tasks was to find a place to put the USB port mm. from behind. Right. You know, it's a funny thing. I have a video on YouTube that's still there. Uh, I think uh, Royale, DJ Royale recorded Oof. that. <laughs> We're going to post that for sure. DJ right. Royale uh, recorded that video. That'd be the second first mention? <laughs> uh, yeah. DJ Royale uh, recorded that video um, of me uh, presenting it, not the process, but it done. Yeah. And, uh, and and mind you, that was done four years after because I hadn't publicized it to anybody. Yeah. It wasn't until like, it wasn't until like uh, 2009. Yeah, yeah. So they like really like I remember Royale and other people like really, yo, you got to talk about this, man. Because it was just it wasn't about a thing for anybody. It was just a for me you. thing. Yeah. yeah, it was a me thing. It was for like, fun. For fun, yeah. Hey, guys, <laughs> it was for fun. Man. And I was like, yeah, I was like, fun. I didn't think anybody would like, why would they want to do this? You know, they could just go buy a rain. You know, they don't care about exactly. this. Exactly. And it didn't dawn upon me until I got it done. It was very glitchy in the beginning. It was very, I had problems and all kind of thing. I worked, it took about a good three months to work all the kinks out. But what, what were the glitches? Was it like? I like had glitches where audio dropouts, I had pop sounds, I had um, the, uh, you know, uh, you know, the phono would drop out, you know, the left channel would drop out. It was, and it was all because of the board was very brittle. Okay. And, and I got into using what is called, uh, I don't know if you guys heard, everybody uses this kind of cable, which is called Magami. Magami is a certain brand of uh, cable. Uh, maybe if you pay attention to uh, cables, and you say Magami makes, which is also made by a company in Germany called Canair. Okay. Canair is a certain type of audio line level low wire, very high quality, very, uh, it's called shielded cable. And that was the problem that I was having. I was having hum noises Got it. in there until I used it. I started using shielded pair cables, uh, balanced balances we know what we call on the dj world trs you know okay, on the right, back of they see trs right. tip yeah, ring yeah, yeah. sleeve that a lot of people don't even know that's tip ring sleeve and uh until i used that type of wire to hardwire that in there i didn't get rid of that problem and it didn't dawn upon me until like two or three months into the project full on and i remember i went to dj a party it was a house party and uh it was dj fuego and a hypnotic uh, hip, one. Yeah, Hypnotic and Fuego. Fernandez. Yeah, mm -hmm. Hypnotic, Fuego. I think Royale was there. And they saw the mixer. And they like, where's that little blue light coming out the back yeah. of that? Uh, <laughs> that 909. Because <laughs> so, that was the other thing. You had the light. I remember yeah, you had the light I had popping. the light. 
Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little light. Add the little out right. to fix the USB into it and then solder it all around and keep it stayed in there. Once I did that and then, well, anyway, they saw the mixer and like, what is this? Right. Que jeto, que jeto. I was like, man, I said, bro, there's a Serato built into a, nah. Nah. I said, nah, that's impossible. What are you talking about? Rain only. Rain. And I remember when I showed that video, man, that phone didn't stop ringing. Dude, man, I, I must have, I can't, I think, I still to this day I think I want to say a good a good seven months ago I did a uh, an SL3 into a DJM 800. I don't know why they wanted to do it, but that's what the guy wanted. He wanted an 800. That's interesting. It, yeah, he wanted that. Oh yeah, Medelemano, this is what you want. So I did that, um, and then it was like the S the the the, the 909. They saw that, and it was like an explosion. Down to the fact that I, mean, I the, the video went viral. Yeah, yeah it was everywhere. Viral. I mean, I was getting calls from DJs in, uh, I mean, Germany, all around New York, all around the place. And the funny thing is that, and I, I would say this story. It's not really relevant or anything, but you know, whatever. The mixer that, uh, the mixer that Jazzy Jeff has, that yeah. was done by me. Yeah, but exactly. I didn't know that I was doing his mixer. Ah. Somebody sent me a mixer. And said, I need to do Serato in this. Yeah. And I'm not going to put no names out there or nothing. But then they sat there and they want to take credit for it. But hey, bro, if it makes you sleep better at night, everybody. Oh, they said that they that did they it for did, him. They, they did it for him. Oh, him. wow. I didn't know that. Well, yeah, I'm but sorry. whatever. It's all good. Outsource the job. Yeah, they outsource the job and take the credit for Cause it. Because it. it was rap, too. I remember that. Mm-hmm. It was rap with like yeah. 76ers or something. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, all right, whatever. It's cool, man. It's no, no pressure, man. They paid for it. You know, whatever they want to do that. And uh, it, but you know that that got some back blow. Of course, because people knew it was you. It got some back blow on their comments. Somebody went up in there. I remember back then. Uh-huh. They like, "Yo, hey." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember. They got a little back blow because of that. that yeah, I mean, yeah. bro, everybody, you were the only one. Like, bro, like this is this is this was the beginning of people modding the turntables with the lights and LEDs and all that. Right. And, and you were miles, years ahead of these motherfuckers doing. The boxes and I mean, what other what other? Yeah, we did. I uh, mean, I was doing the uh, the the built-in. I can't, you know, the the first thing that I did I was a big trip was the built-in dicer. Yeah. I remember oh that. my oh, god, bro! Wow. That thing was like the built-in dicer. Was like, whoa, that's like the Cadillac right there. Yeah. And the built-in dicer was a thing. Uh, my uh, my father actually one of the things is what I'm pretty good at steel work is was my father owns has a machine shop so do all that CNC machining and wa- and water jet cutting and doing all that mm, kind of stuff got it, yeah. over AutoCAD was. Uh, kind of easier for me because I was kind of already you know into that kind of yeah. thing watching my old man do that and you know I brought him the project say hey, Papi what do you think about this Wait, vamos contar aquí let's do this weld this and then you know sandblast it right. sand it paint it and grind it and you know and then paint the turntable super so, clean yeah super, super clean, clean. It was, yeah it was one of the thing and then it was uh, then after that I think everybody wanted a carbon fiber wrap all their turntables yeah, that was a that thing shit. that, that was, I did too was, and then the, with the light under yeah so, with uh, uh, the halo so you, you yeah. kind of started uh, kind of a little side kind of like a little trend yeah a little side business with that you know and uh, you know during that I, I kind of uh, I kind of uh, I don't want to say 
I think kind of hand in hand, I met a lot of DJs. Yeah. I met a lot of people. Again, coming, not even me being DJing in the clubs, still not doing like, you know, being anywhere. I got to know everybody. Yeah. You know, the people of this time and the people before the time, again, that was another, it was no longer the stations. Now it was more like the, you know, the DJs. It's the working DJs. The working DJs, mm-hmm. man. And I always felt that it was a, a great thing because I felt the struggles as a DJ and I wanted to pass that upon to my peers. Hey, man, you know, um, I mean, Kaz, I, I, you've called me. I mean, yeah. you call me, yo. <laughs> Wait, I'm over here at this venue, bro. The you know mixer's me, bro. turned inside out. What the, the hell's going on? And I'm like, yo, do this, yeah. do this, do this, and boom. Yo, the time that I called you, it was, I had just gotten, the la- well, I mean, I've called you multiple times, because right. if I can't figure something out, I know that you're the only person that can, because, bro, I'm, I'm not as, I appreciate it, bro. I'm not as, as anal, but like, yo, when people, when I see people, like, I get anxiety when I see people going through shit, and I'm like, hold on, let me click this, blah, 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 blah. So I'm, bro, it was, I had just gotten a club kit, and I wasn't activated, so oh I could God, play bro. music. I, why, why, I didn't know that you had to go on and go and activate the Click plugin the you had to yeah you had to it's a little checkbox it's yeah. a checkbox but like and you have to have internet yeah bro and i was like i was at the wharf and i was like yo I'm, i plugged into this mixer before i've done this before and I, it was just because i had gotten it and whatever yeah and when i figured out i was sending him videos bro i remember <laughs> I, fucking I, videos the day, the day before and i'm like and, and it got it, you know what since i'm so like uh, i'm so in it with that kind of stuff yeah. and i'm like no 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 yeah, i don't back. let no defeat defeat yeah. this this ain't gonna defeat oh hey you facetime me when you had the club yeah. i want to see the mixer everything one by one. everything <laughs> everything and i'm like yo click here boom oh my, oh my god, god. <laughs> i was like yo are you fucking serious because i remember like the first time that it happened i just i had my box and i plugged in my box i was like man fuck this mixer whatever i plug into the box and then i was like yo like bro what is this like i know you have to know and then like the bro facetime me and like he FaceTime me and he's like, bro, he's like, check the box. And I was like, what? And then boom, everything running fine. Oh, my God, bro. Dude, yeah, I it's like, that's, you know, so I was like, you know what? I guess Serato kind of left that out. I was like, I would put like a big red thing. By the way. That should be the first. That should <laughs> be like before you even open up the software. Like it should it should give you like. That thing. Like a, where you swipe over or some shit. Where yeah, like, kind of like, you know, when you press next on an installation file. Yeah, like exactly. you can't pass that until it shows like a picture. Hey, make sure that yeah, you the, click this. So DJs, if you get the club kit and you plug in and you don't know what's wrong, you go into your. Um, preferences. Preferences. Yeah. Yep. Uh, into. My uh, Serato. My Serato. You're absolutely and, and correct. And your add-ons, your add-ons, plugins and all that. And make sure you have to, you activate. Activate DVS. They don't even have a notification. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Nothing, bro. You know the funny thing is that they 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 have all the notifications in the world on the bottom when you when you didn't activate yeah. or you're not running Fact. this or Fact. this is non Serato right, hardware right. or this is not native. Right. Yeah. We need to find the workaround. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, bro, like, Jaju. I was fucking dying, bro. I was like, yo, but, how can I not DJ with this shit? I just paid. I just paid fucking whatever the fuck I paid for this. Like. I want to DJ with this shit, and it wasn't letting me. Yeah, man, I remember, I remember that. But yeah, no, it was a uh, definitely a a crazy experience. But back to the, like I said, back to the Serato thing is like, yeah, once that took off, man, I started doing. I mean, it went from the 909, and then I did the, uh, I think it was the uh, after that it was the the two the the DJM 400, the DJM 400 was a a two channel version. Yeah, the of, little one. Yeah, a two channel mm-hmm. version of that. I did a DJM 400, and then it was the DJM uh, DJM 400 with an SL2. And then I did the DJM 800 with an SL3. Damn. And then finally it was the big dog, the DJM 900 Nexus, the version the 1 first, with first an one. SL4. And when oh, that shit. happened, oh my, that was like, <laughs> eso fue de madre, bro. Well, what, what, that was crazy. Was, was that for a client? Was that for yourself? That was for myself, but I just kind of kept doing it. 
you know, and man, I I I want to say, man, honestly, I could I probably have done well over three hundred mixers. Wow! Wow! Holy shit! Well over three hundred mixers. I mean. I've had people as far as Australia send me mixers. People that I don't know is like, they'll find my YouTube video. Hey, ULS. Yeah, what's up, man? Hey, we're calling you over here from Brazil. We're going to send Holy you a mixer in a box. I need you to do this. And um, it, it slowed down a lot now. It's not a lot of people doing it mods? What are the mods that, are, that still come your way right now? Mostly I mean, or, or are you doing any? Nah, no, you know what? Not really anymore. I do it for the homies and stuff like that. And it's more like just turntables now. It's okay. just turntables because the mixers are like, even me, bro, like, I found it way easier now uh, to to just buy the mixer, and that's it. And it's funny, like, in a way, I feel like I kind of, like, you paved started, the way, paved you paved the way, the way for bro. that, man. Yeah, you know man. what There's I'm no, like? I kind of, like, you know. When you, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. When you were doing that, did anyone ever reach out to you or, like? Some people, or? Pioneer reached out to me and uh, kind of got a little slap on the hand. And they were like, you can't be doing this. I'm like, what do you mean I can't be doing this? This is my personal equipment. Yeah. What are you talking about? Because you were taking their stuff and modding it with right. another but company. I, I, it's all third I did party. Was, yeah, third party. Uh, it doesn't matter. I'm getting two separate products that have nothing to do with each other and putting them together. Yeah. You're making a burger, bro. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. We're making a, like sa- a, a sandwich. Fucking, <laughs> a sandwich. Fucking bread. Wonder bread. Complaining so, to yeah, you know? yeah, man. It's like I didn't feel. And another thing is the frustration of DJs plugging in all those cables. Anxiety, bro. Anxiety. With the unnecessary, you know, we have native now. It's like, come on, bro. Yeah. We're in, you know, and at that time, I want to say we're still in 2012, and I'm like, bro, we're doing, we're doing hardware modifications that what I was doing in the early 2000s now because these two companies can't get it together and, yeah. and they're they got effed in a deal you know yeah, there's a reason why you know yeah. yeah so they probably gave you that slap on the wrist and they went back oh, to the pioneer, boardroom pioneer, and were like yeah, yeah pioneer like, pioneer her. wasn't too happy about that i'll be like they were like uh-uh cubans from miami <laughs> though right. they rigged this what's going on they know that is some miami shit though. it is some Ma- miami you know, shit like, man made in day type yeah, shit like, man and, uh, <laughs> and it really took off to the point man that it, it i i was dumbfounded by how far that reached reach, out yeah man you know and uh, it was it was really unheard of and i think that after the 57 people were like man if they're doing it why isn't why pioneer? not everybody else yeah and and then even pioneer i think pioneer fell really behind because tractor never took off yeah, yeah. i mean they had the but was there a pioneer mixer built in before yeah there was tractor built into a pioneer to a, to a 900 you could do that it was native and the t1 also everybody the had t1, the t1 i remember, I remember the, the t1. t1 yeah people had the t1 Damn, that was i forgot and that was a pioneer native instrument exclusive right? yeah it was wow. only that and only that which and let me let me mind, let me tell you the funny thing is that mixer i had somebody that loved that mixer so much they had to do the opposite they put they me they put serato into, the, into a native engine <laughs> i was gonna ask you you can't you can't mod those those sound cards uh no you're saying on the software base level yeah. no because i don't have the source code but if i did have the source code and i have a couple of people that are very good in software see if can do that shit for you yeah uh, there's people that could yeah. you know what i'm saying that could really reverse engineer that i mean i'm a hardware engineer there's right. people that do software engineering software, right. absolutely here's the thing is my and I'll give you my my two cents on that. I feel that if a product is discontinued and no longer supported for a reason, it should be you should release open source the uh, yeah. open source Got the uh, the, yeah. the software. That's something Comlig ha- has said about Scratch Live. Yeah, like oh, if you don't yeah. want to support it anymore, how about you give it to us? 
and we can try to figure out a way to just keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it, it was. Uh, I understand why they didn't do it for Serato because it's uh, uh because it was built on a separate yeah. type, a non-native platform. So that's why they did that. And it's kind of uh pre pre 2.0 USB. It, it didn't support uh you they know hardware hardware acceleration. Scratch. There's a lot of there's a lot of engineering that and the software side. To, to do it it was easier for them to just scrap the project and, and do a new yeah. one with the same uh theatrical look the same theme you know what i mean yeah. but a whole different uh you know platform on that damn that's crazy yeah man. it's it's, yeah. it's intense i mean because dude i remember like you doing all this shit and like like because i don't i we had met but i didn't this is like you know when k was coming around to, to slims and everything and i was like yo this guy's doing some walk because i would super like serato's forum nerd and, like internet shit i would always your show would always pop up everywhere and i was like yo this guy's really on the fucking map and then the station came around like and everything just everything just kind of came full circle kind of came full circle yeah man. yeah man uh, the station is a is a completely selfless act of me man i just because i love this city so much i love miami and i felt that the local stations have stripped miami of its of Miami its originality, yeah. yeah, and it's and it's and it's classic, uh, you know, music that needs to be played to my to the end of time, right? And timeless music. I want to let me let me iterate on that yeah, very yeah. clearly. Timeless music because I could play "Damn It, Man" from Pitbull thirty years from now and it'll still hit. <laughs> it is what it is. I'm sorry. Yeah, maybe we might be fifty, sixty years old. <laughs> still gonna hit, bro. But you're gonna be in that walker jumping around though. <laughs> and and uh, I was telling K before we started that it's dope because Pitt like really been showing love to the station. Man, right? that's my right. That's my dog right there, man. That man shows so much love to me. Me and Pitt go way back to some David Solo days when we used to have a radio station, a paint shop back in the day on Seven Half. Well, we don't go into that, but yeah, man. We, you know, Piccolo used to be up in there and. You know, lunch money and a lot of old school Cubo, man. I remember I had Cubo in my grandma's house, man, just like that. <laughs> so, you know, way back, way, way, way back. I've been in this radio thing for a very long time. And it's uh, like I said, it's just for the love, man. I love I love this. I love the radio. I love music. And I tell everybody I'm a music lover before a DJ. Yeah. I, I mean, know if that makes that, any that's sense. What makes, I mean, uh, that's that's what all the I mean, what my favorite, my good. I mean, good DJ slash the DJs that I like fuck with is because they have the that love for the music and and they want to put it out a certain way, right? And you know, you want to put it out for the for everybody. You know, we put it out for the parties or whoever we DJ for. Right. So it's it's insane. But something I want to touch in real quick. Sure. Um, when every when vibe like after everything when vibe came to life, um, how did that go from like how did it blossom to be where it's at now? Well, uh, it was a year process, and it's very studio that you're sitting in. Uh, all those racks, you see all that equipment, all that. That was all done by me. This actually, this 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 uh, room that we're sitting in here was a carport. Ah, this was completely okay. empty. This was completely a garage, completely carported, side to side empty. I uh, I have a, a construction background, and so I came in and I demolished this entire place out, and uh, built uh, brick by brick. Every single thing was built out. I uh, lifted the floor for all the wiring to be done right and that was uh in the very 2016 i think it was no i'm sorry i take that back 2015 2015 i spent all of 2015 to 2016 almost a year and probably some change building the studio out everything from the insulated walls to we're talking mind you we're not talking about a 
stru- a you know an uh, a structure, an existing structure. We're talking yeah. no structure, it's just a uh, land, flat land to. Um, and you're actually building it. When yes, he, when like me, building, he's me not building, hiring, not hiring nobody, right? And <laughs> I actually, I got some pictures that I'll show you guys of me on the tower sure. when I was here with a crane. Wow, yeah, <laughs> up in the sky, <laughs> running cable. When you say hands on, this when, man yeah, is not playing around. Very, very hands on. Uh, and uh, yeah, it, it started from like I said, uh, building it out, building, then putting in all the racks and doing all the low voltage, all the high voltage, pulling all the permits from the city, the county. I had to get the FAA involved. Wow. Wow. To fly a drone here to make sure that the tower wasn't going to hit airplanes and Jeez, stuff. FAA wow. clearance, all kind of crazy stuff like that. That you're <laughs> like, damn. Shit. And I'm like, what do you want this tower for? And it's yeah. like, this is going to do this, and right. this is the license that does this. And it's like a thousand questions, and and uh, they, you know, I got that involved. Um, uh, got you know, got clearance for that, and uh, you know, the flight slopes and all kind of different crazy stuff like that. I got all that taken care of. Finally, a year. It took literally, like I said, a year and a half. To build it out, got the li- uh, uh, the license happened. I got licensed that December. I think it was around December, and I think around January. But I walked drastic here, and I showed him. And he will tell you if you guys ever interview him. I pointed at a old, uh, old beat up house that I was gonna demolish. And I said, that's where the station's going to be. <laughs> he laughed at me. Wow. He's like, what? He's like, what? That's where it's going to be? I was like, yeah, this is what we're going to build. This is going to be, we're going to live, we're going to raise a structure. Yeah. We got to install a tower, raise a tower. Um, we have to, you know, do, th- you know, do, do all this work, all this concrete work, this and that. And um, I did that, you know, single-handedly, I could tell you, I didn't lay all the brick. I, I had some help with the brick work. With the brickwork, I did have some help, and then some help with the with the roofing. But then all the interior side, all the drywall, the studs, everything from all the electrical, electrical panels, service, the drops, everything, all the you know, all the low voltage cabling under there, all the the furniture was built by me and in, uh, in my friend's uh, cabinet shop. Uh, I had been in many radio stations, so I I knew what I liked and what I didn't like. Yeah, you know, I had been in other radio stations, all you know, up and down the state. You know, and I was like, hey, uh, you know, I like this flow. I don't like this flow. And then being a DJ, I know what I want a DJ booth to yeah. be like. I want it to feel like a club DJ booth, but I don't want it, you know, but I also want it to have the radio station effect to it. So kind of merge both both worlds into it. The, so finally, a year and a year and a half. I mean, like a year and a, I would say a year and a half to a year. Yeah, well, a year, year and a half around that time took me to build out the station. Finally, this station's built out, licensed, ready to go. I called Drastic on the phone. He's driving home from work. And I say, put on 92.7. <laughs> there's, mind you, I just, there's static. Shh, you don't yeah. hear anything. Station's off. And transmitter's off. All the equipment's off. And he didn't even know that I was already ready to go. So I said, I told him, I asked him on the phone. I said, you, um, you ready to do this? And he goes, what do you mean? And I said, remember a year ago, remember you and I, but we, we've been talking every day. He didn't know how far in I was. Yeah. And I said, Remember, I told you I'm gonna do. We're gonna do this. So, and he goes, "What do you mean?" He says, "Turn on your radio." And I goes, I "Put on 92.7." So he puts on 92.7. Says I, I said, "I hear static. I don't hear anything." I said, "Wait, give me a second. Boom! And I turn the transmitter on. He hears a fan speed up. Everything speeds up. Cranks comes up to idle. All of a sudden, the radio goes blank, like dead air. No way. And I go, "Watch this." I turn the mic on. 
And I go, yo, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> yo, you, you know what's crazy? That's literally <laughs> Holy what, what you said in the beginning. You were fucking with your friends yeah. in the car. Yeah. You literally did that, but on a oh, no, colossal no, 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 level. On another level. <laughs> Holy shit. You're like, Let me. Wow. He goes to me. He goes to me. He trips the hell out. He goes, what? He says, he says what? He goes, <laughs> what, what? What was that? I say, hold on. And I, and, I, <laughs> and I go, you hear me on the radio? And I say, yeah, you, I hear you clear. How are you getting that? It says, so you ready, right? You want to do this? Let's do this. And I never forget the first song that I played was Hashim, It's Time. It's Time. <laughs> you know, that scratch one damn. that, you know, that Cuber goes back and forth, uh, Breakfast of Champions, whatever. And I played that Miami bass, uh, that, that, you know, that breaks track. And uh, he's like, he's like kind of like dumbfounded. It took like a second to sit in. And I said, and he, I said, I got to call you back. So he hangs up. Mix. No, no, I didn't even mix. No, yeah, I, I still same. nothing. I just, I turned the transmitter off yeah. when that station was off the air. And I was like, well, I did my part. Put up the tower, engineered, you know, financed, did everything. Everything's here. I, you know, I always, we use this analogy. I built a vehicle. Yeah. I built a vehicle. Now I need you. I, I need your help to drive it. So he's like, all right, uh, let's get together. Boom. We get together. Da, 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 da. And I f- and I started looking at all the record pools. I must have I called DJs. I called, uh, yo, I need music, but I need clean music. Yeah. That was the problem. I had the music. Yeah, I have all the clean. music. It's just the clean versions. And uh, I never forget, we ran across a record pool called Late Night Record Pool. Yeah. And we downloaded the entire site. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, I want to tell you, it took about a month. Yeah. He downloaded and my, I did, I said, yo, I'm going to do all the R&B, you do all the hip hop. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff still there that wasn't, you know, they, they had all the, you know, the hits stuff. Right. And I was like, yo, and I said, this is what I want. I want the station and him and I always, I don't want to say have an argument, but we kind of like push back from each other because I wanted to be the station commercial. Yeah, and he wanted it to be more hip hop ish, like more boom back, boom back, yeah, yeah, yeah. B side. So I was like, all right, you meet me kind of halfway, and we we're like, eh. and we found that that kind of like that formula, we call it the formula, you know. We found that, and it took a it, pushing back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. As like, I'm a very, I'm a Miami DJ. I love Miami music. I love Miami artists. I'm all about the crib, you know, and he is too. But then he's like, yo, we need to, you know, incorporate this, that, bomb, bomb. And uh, we kind of pushed back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And at that point, the station was completely built. There was still, I have a picture that the radio, all the racks were built, but this wasn't here. None of the, and I'm pointing to the, uh, uh, the, the, the desk, the turntables, the mixer, nothing. And the radio station was simply, I never forget, it was a milk crate. It was a crate of records mm-hmm. sitting on the floor. And it had a, you know, I had a, I never forget, it wasn't even, it was in this mixer. It was a regular BS Behringer mixer that I had that was horrible, but it was just a thing that I had just to test. I put that and I hooked up a USB sound card and plugged it in and I ran the XLRs into the compressor limiter and then over to the transmitter. And uh, back, like, at that point, it was just these two racks. None of that other stuff existed, the other three, four, five racks that are there of equipment, of processing audio equipment to get the station to sound that way. Um, and it was just a simple playlist playing on repeat you know we had the top of the hour to make sure the station would id at the top of the hour for the legal ids and you know we basically had that thing done after after that it gave us some time to kind of like get together and i I know he pulled a lot of favors he you know he contacted a lot of people um and we you know 
at that point in time, I um, I didn't want to be known as the owner of the station. No. I wanted because I wanted everything to be neutral. I wanted to. I'm just the engineer. I I strived for that. I didn't want. I didn't care about that label, and I still don't even care about that label. It doesn't. That's that's a moot point. I'm here for the music. Um, and uh, you know, I told him. I said, Jurassic. You know, uh, this is this is these are my terms. I you know, I'm down for all this. I want to do this. I want you to, you know, you're more in touch with the DJ community. I knew some DJs already, you know. And I remember calling people. I was like, hey, man, you know, we want to do this. And I called a certain couple of people that, I, you know, I was like, hey, yo, what's up? You down? Boom, boom, boom. And a couple of DJs in the beginning, they were all down for it. And they came on uh, once once we got into the mixers. And they were like, ah, you know, at the beginning, the station really didn't go far. The station covered, like, only in the middle of Miami. It was still a little, a lot of fine-tuning to be done. The station didn't sound really good. And everybody didn't didn't see the station to where it was, you know, would it be something big. And I was like, you know what? I always think I, I'm only I'm down with the people that are down with me from the jump. Yeah. If you ain't down with me from the jump, then everybody wants to come and join that ride. And everybody's eating already. Exactly. Yeah. So either get with the program now or keep it moving. Yeah. And um and a lot of people came through, man. Let me tell you, a lot of people came through. Some people fell off, and some people kept going. And they were so they, I, I could see in their face, and I could see in their in their attitude, the enthusiasm and the and the the drive that they had for the you know the love of the radio and the music. And and at, at the end of the day, it's like you know you get an it's an even exchange. You're getting exposure, and I'm getting a mix. Yeah. It's an ev- it's a it's a barter if you no, think about it. Of course, it. I mean it's 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 actually them benefiting more from you, right? In, from my opinion, and, and, that's, and, that's what and, I always I, think. I agree. And, and you know what? And that's and that's fine. And and as long as there's a fresh mix, that's all I care about. You know what I mean? I really don't. Um, that doesn't. You know, as there's a fresh mix. And so what happened was some of the DJs they came on hard and they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then we had you know some DJs come out and they just wanted to do it just to say that they did it and they were there yeah. type of thing kind of like a checkbox mm-hmm. for them and then there was the people that were down, which is what I call my A list, my people that are down with us right now, and they were there from the very beginning, and they're still here and they they never miss a they, they they never miss a mix they're always consistent with their mixing, and they're you know they're always I mean Jesus Christ I want to say in that com- in, we probably have over. 104 mixes per DJ. Wow. That's a lot of mixes, dog. Damn. Right now at this point. We're in the three-year marker of the radio station now, you know. Yeah, that's a lot. I'm trying to break it down. That's That's a lot, man. Yeah, it's a good two, at least a mix a week for... Yeah, a lot of people. I think, uh, like you were saying, like you you never want to be named the owner of the... Because it's not about me. Yeah, I feel like I was gonna say the station is kind of like the people station. It's not me. Like, it's bigger than me. Yeah. I'm just a I'm just a guy that and maintains the it maintains and keeps it afloat and keeps it going and and I'm the engineer behind it. Which, if anything, um, my pride and joy is uh, getting in the car every day and when I what does it for me my what does it for me is when I pull up to the light and I'm in my car and the person next to me has a station on. <laughs> that to me is the instant gratification of wow you know we really did something for the crib you know what i mean we you know i did and, and you know when i say we i've always said my you know drastic and myself because without him 
you know, he's he's uh, he's one of the key ingredients. Yes, I keep this and I maintain this on the engineering. And without me, there is no station. Period. But and the DJs that that come behind that, you right. know, my team, you know, my our our people, you know, that push the station. You know, EFX got now EPS. You know, um, there's a whole bunch of DJs. You know, Agrio. You know, Jesus yeah. Christ, that was a great add-on. You know, um, to have those those people in there. You know what I mean? No, it's insane, man. And it's funny when people tell me, people tell me, bro, I've had so many people, non-DJ, like non-industry people, be like, yo, have you heard the station? Like, oh, you're going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> I think what they like the most is there's no commercials. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. So that, that, that was my main thing. I didn't want to put no commercials. I didn't do it for the money, so whatever. So let people know that. I mean, because, I mean, that's. Bro, you there's no commercial. The only there's station in South Florida that doesn't play one commercial ever is Vibe 927 ever. And you know you don't I don't plan to. I don't plan to. Yeah. It's it's not in, it for what? For what? For what? It's no point. So if you want to I mean, and I think this is this is where where we might have to cut some shit out. I mean, bleep what cut whatever. Um you want to talk about, you know, other stations. I mean, other um, I mean, not other stations, not about other stations, but because um, I'm sure you got offer, a little bit I mean, backlash or uh, I've never gotten any backlash from any other station. You know why? Because they're not in my lane. Yeah. Think about it. Any other station in town. Power 99, 103. They do what I do for 30 minutes, only on Thursday for 30 minutes. Yeah, that's it. And and you know what they should. That's great. You know what I, I I'm I'm glad that they do it. I'm glad that they they get to do that because I feel that day that's the only D, that's the day that the DJs actually have fun. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn. Damn. That's true. That's, <laughs> that's super you fucking true. Yeah, man. You're I'm playing. just saying. You know. Because a lot of their when the creativity could actually come out. Yeah. When right. they don't have to. When they don't have to. Because uh, they have play the program the, schedule. The, all yeah. That stuff. And they had make sure you hate that A record. Make sure yeah. you hit that B record. It's funny when I hear when I hear your station. When I'm like either out or somebody's car or whatever, and I hear it, and people and and it always makes it always like I always think it's funny when I hear like like old school or this or that, and I'm like, yo, that's pretty much what I play. Like it's not old school to me. <laughs> to like, me, it's not old school. I call it classic. I'm that's like, why I didn't want to. That's why we not. I'll tell you. That's one um, about the station. You know, I wanted to bring something about about the name, how yeah. that came about. Vibe ninety two seven. It was just because I was sitting with Drastic and we were talking about it and he was like, yo, it's like, you know, I don't know. It came about, we were just talking on the phone and it was like, yo, uh, you know, what are we going to call a station? Yeah. And I remember at the beginning it was like, I wanted like Boom 92.7 and then it was like Old School 92 and then uh, it was it, we went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, Blazing 92. We went back and forth on different names and I was like, and I just said it, I don't know, I was like, man, I want something that just vibes and something that just chills. And then that's when it came. I was like, yo, Vibe 92.7. And it was like, and I told him, I said, go. That was it. I don't know it's because that's the name of the station. But every time I'm like, listen, I'm like, I'm like, man, it's just just a vibe. It's just a vibe. Like it matches. It's just a vibe. Yeah. It's just like it's it's closure with it. It just flows. Exactly. It's never, bro, it's like. You're not trying to be old school. No. No, because I feel like old school kind of dates things. Yeah. I say. Classic, classic is is uh, something that is timeless. It prevails, yeah. It prevails. Something that's timeless. Something that could be played. You know, I think of it like I say. When when will Montel Jordan? This is how we do it. Get old. Never, 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 never. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like a track that you could play forever. So, and everybody in this generation and before generations know that song. So, you know. One thing that uh, we talked about off the air, um, and if you want to connect, like, what have you done? to reach 
to new audience and like what what's like what's because you know i mean we talked about social media that you don't want to do this or do that or like what what what's like i feel social media and i'll give you my take on social media i think so social media is a great tool i think that the only problem that i see with so i think it's a way of a form of just like radio of broadcasting something of you know publicizing mm -hmm. things you know, it goes, I would compare social media to almost like the newspaper. You know, it's the yeah. original, it's the it's the new version of the newspaper. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? The only, the other, my take on social media, I don't feel that people should be, hey, you know, I just, uh, you know, I literally, I just went here. I did that. I did this. I did this. It's yeah. like, and all that, and all, and all the fakeness that's on social media that, you know, everybody's doing it for the gram and stuff like that. The way I feel is uh, if you do that, then you ain't really doing shit. Exactly. You just sitting there flaunting, trying to trying to do all of this to impress all these other people when you're not even doing nothing for yourself. You're doing something for something that has no entirety whatsoever and something that, that people really don't care. Tomorrow they don't care about what they saw. Yeah, you're doing it. What, you got a whole bunch of likes? Oh, yeah, you're the man. How does that equate to uh how does that equate to dollar bills? And how does that equate to uh, you know, your well being? Yeah, nothing. How does that equate to you uh paying the mortgage on your house and i think it goes back to you like you know you do this for fun so you, i do this you for the crib care. so i don't care bro yeah. you know if i got a you know i got a thousand likes i got a thousand followers whatever like if i had a thousand ten thousand fifty thousand or ten it doesn't yeah. matter that doesn't mean anything to me what means something to me is when i get in my car and i pull up to somebody and they're playing my song they're playing my station or our station when i walk into a 7-eleven and they got it on when i walk into a subway and they have yeah. it on when i walk into the discount auto parts on 27th Avenue, and they got <laughs> on my I, station. I feel, I feel good when I listen. To, I'm like, oh shit, okay. I'm like, they know, like, like to me, like that. They, they're, they're they, on, they you understand. Know? They understand that that that's you know they 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 understand the culture. Yeah, I do it for the culture. That's the reason. Yeah, and I think that definitely translate like the love for the music and the passion you have for just Miami in general. For the crib, yeah. And, yeah. It's, and it's and it's really because like the pocket. You know, we talked about like people that are in the late 20s, 30s, early 40s, like. That's kind of the generation that you're aiming at, and that's the generation that's like, yo, they don't want to hear. <coughs> excuse me, they don't want to hear power. They don't want to hear what's currently playing. You know, they they hear that one Thursday pocket, um, but, um, and, and then when they realize that your station is that all the time, they're like, holy, holy shit. shit! And like, then you add the no commercials. That's just a cherry on the pie. <laughs> yeah. You know, you want to you want to know you want to know something. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. The crazy thing about it is, and I'll go back into the radio and knowledge of radio. You you guys that are in front of me right now, we're the last generation that listens to radio. Yeah, Fact. pretty much, yeah. All right? The last people that actually get an FM radio in a car. Mind you, people don't listen to FM in the house anymore. Yeah. And this has been, and I'll tell you, I, <laughs> the funny thing is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut to engineering real quick and how factual that is. An FM station, a commercial class C FM station puts out about 100,000 watts of ERP. ERP stands for Effective Radiated Power. That means how much power they have in the air to reach a certain distance i've had multiple stations that are licensed for a hundred thousand watts not running a hundred thousand watts anymore because they don't need that power to penetrate a house because nobody listens to fm radio Inside in the house, house anymore yeah. so they've backed it down from a hundred thousand to ten thousand and I they're saving all this money on electrical bill because they know that the time the prime time that people listen to fm radio is in the car you know in the morning when they're driving to work yeah. or at in the afternoon you know, other than that, when they get to um, to the house, the way they listen to the station is through like Alexa, uh, Amazon, yeah. you know, Echo. Uh, talking about her. <laughs> she's she's right. 
She's right there. Damn. Damn. That bitch is she's always listening. She's trying to tell you something. She's trying bro. to tell me something. Like her, you know, you know, like, uh, you know, all those type were on the computer. Internet radio is like, you know, they, they, they listen to that, you know, and that's, that's the way they kind of listen to uh, radio now. But we're the people in their late 20s, late, four, late, late 20s. To, and up to the 40s I yeah to 40s like, uh, still listen to fm radio you know what i mean so it's kind of guys it kind of goes hand in hand why not co- why not commit and go to those people that actually want to listen to the radio or are used to listening to the radio or actually pick up the phone and call a radio station mm-hmm. you know what i mean so we're the last generation that do that and um uh, I can't tell you how many times I go on Instagram, on Twitter, on any social media, and, you know, K-Fresh is in studio with us right now, and he'll tell you himself how many times they've told us or myself, thank you, you're the reason why I listen to FM radio again. I'm, I, I, I bet. I mean, and it's, it's, I mean, I can say that for myself. Uh, you're the only, or you're the only station that I listen to on my radio. Because when I'm in the Period. car, I only listen to podcasts, and now I have the radio because I know, like, oh, there's going to be music on no matter what. When on I'm, that station. Exactly. So, boom, click the, go That's to exactly. this station. Same and thing. Like, I, if, I, if I'm not listening to a podcast or somebody talk, it's 92.7 because, yo, honestly, even, like, I listen to DJ mixes at the house when I'm on Wi-Fi because got you. Mixcloud, all those apps suck. Yeah, streaming services. Streaming, yeah. All those streaming services suck when you're out because you, you close Mixcloud and you got to open it and you can replay the mix and this and this and that. But if I'm in a car, I want to hear music. And if it's just music, it's 92.7 and that's all I want to hear. And right. It, and it's like, I feel like it's like... It's, it's curated the right way because Wait, it's yeah. not like a program director that's like, yeah. oh, we got to hit this because of this and this. Yeah, that, they're and working this record and this and, and this. So it's and, like, and I'll tell, and we'll circle around to back to about radio. Why this? Why? Uh, why? Um, why I'm able to do with the station? Do the do what I want with the station is because uh, it has nothing to do with the ownership, but it has also it has also to do with we took the money aspect out of things. So when you take the money aspect out of things and you take the business end of things out of it and then some people be like oh damn that's stupid you should be making money you should be getting paid nah man this is my hobby this is my hobby i call it my expensive hobby you know what i mean (laughs) you know but uh it's like it's you have to you know people you take the business aspect out of it and it's then it's just djs and just music yeah and it's just fun. Exactly. That's what it is. It, 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 you just can't look at it any other way. And there's nothing and there's no way to hate on it because it's just music. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that's what makes it so rare because everything, once you have something like that, there's always someone that wants to come and make money off of it. Yeah, you got to have you, a they, business you, behind it. Yeah, or, business model. And then, oh, we got to play this and we got to do that. and uh, more, hand, yeah. more hands in the pot and then it just gets sideways. Right. You know? And even DJing, you know, even DJing. That's all, you know, uh, I, I've, I've heard a couple of you guys' podcasts where DJs cut each other's throats for the money. Yeah. It's like, you know, my, uh, my boy... Uh, it's funny. I was uh, DJ Slick Vic. You know, he's an old school DJ, and he has a thing on YouTube, and I've watched it, you know, from Jam Pony Express. And he says, um, he says, what's ruined the DJ business? And he goes, he says, uh, how are you going to call yourself a DJ if you ain't never bought no motherfucking equipment? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got mm-hmm. motherfuckers out here that got a laptop. Oh, I'm a DJ, you know? Uh, you know, and another thing is like, uh, uh, I feel like uh, DJing is so easy now. Yeah, you got uh, you got you got by virtual DJ. Oh, I'm a DJ. Yeah, you can. They never had no carry no damn records, and I ain't hating on the new generation. You know, I'm po- more power to the to the thing is uh, I feel like 
A lot of DJs ain't learning how to DJ like they really need to learn how to DJ. Yeah, but there is there is a there is a small percentage of the new generation that like appreciates, accepts, and like pays homage, and they know they know what time it is. But it's, that's what it is. But you know what, what I time it is. you know what I think I think that 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 small group keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger because DJing's not cool anymore. DJing's not trendy anymore. So all of yeah. us that are DJing are doing it because we love it, and you know it's our 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 passion slash job slash career, but it's not. You don't get that many of the kids that are like, yo, I want to become a DJ now. Right. Unless they're like kind of really about it. I don't know. Yeah, I got you. Let me ask you a question. I'm going to ask both of you guys a here question here. Oh, here it goes. Go ahead. Do, how, many D, how many DJs do you think will be DJs right now? If right now, boom. Let's say we jumped into a time machine right now. Yeah. Boom. Everything went back. We're in 1990 right now. 19, let's say, no, 1995. Bam. 95. Nothing but records. Yeah. How many DJs do you think will be DJs? Tell me. I would say about a good five to ten percent. And Easy, you? About ten percent. Think wh- whichever ones are the music lovers will be the uh, DJs. I mean, I would say about let's say out of a hundred DJs, a good fifteen, maybe ten. Because I feel like a lot of DJs are. It's more of like okay, they have access to it. Let me learn how to do this. It's easier to learn, but. Back then, it was like, do you really want to go through his mission to, to do right. something? Shit, I remember I used to go to Specs Music back in the day, bro, and I'd be fighting. I knew there was a couple of people in there fighting to get doubles of every Damn. record. I remember getting, man, I had to get almost got in a fight with a guy to get the two raw bass records. It takes two. It takes, just to do that, just to do that thing, like, the doubling back yeah, and forth, back and forth. And God forbid that the record would get scratched, you know what I mean? You, you got a gas. But... It's like, uh, yeah, I remember I would go to Specs and I would go to, you know, uh, uh, DJ Felix Sama back in the day had a oh record. Yeah, OG. <laughs> you know, DJ Felix Sama the had roof. a record. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can talk Moon about the Mundos. Mundos, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, DJ Felix Sama, um, he had his thing, you know, and I used to go to the USA Flea Market that they knocking it down. They knocked that thing yeah, down already. I used to go to the Flea Market and get, uh, you know, get the records there too, you know. I, and a couple other DJs, I would trade with DJs if I had triples of records, it, just in case I would give them that DJ and yeah. they give them that record, and they would give me another record to make sure. And then the I, hustle. Would, I remember the white labels too, man. I remember I, w- I would DJ at when um uh when I did uh back in the day, uh, Jesus Christ, I did um uh, Oxygen Lounge. Yeah. And I did uh turntables. I mean, we were still doing CDs there, but I would purposely put <laughs> put a a white label over it. And everything. <laughs> It's like DJs do DJ AM now, or yeah, AM, uh, whatever the it is. White label, the white labels were the sneaky. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it's like I, I think like DJs wouldn't be DJs. Uh, no, I think like it's that. a big, I think it's a big, big number. But at the same time, it's like, you know, technology has made it a lot. Yeah, it, it made it. And I ain't hating on the old school. More power. And I, I just, uh, my thing is that if you, and I, I'm not, by far, I'm not the best DJ. Don't claim to be the best DJ. I'm a learning person. I'm always learning every day. Yeah. I learn every single day. The day that you think that you learned it all, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and you look like an ass. Pretty much. I right? think you could you can claim though that you are the DJ that has the most knowledge of how the and equipment works, and how and the turntable engineering. Yeah, I want to say. I, I I mean. If you, you know, man, I'm humble, man. I try to be humble in that aspect, you know, because if you're humble, you never know somebody might come along and just spank you one day, like, eh, boom, 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 boom. this yeah. is what I'm gonna do, yeah. and you ain't shit. So you know what? If you keep it humble, you know what? I, I wouldn't say that I'm one of the pioneer. I am the I am the pioneer of the Serato inside. Yeah. I, you know, a pioneer of a lot of modifications to turntables. 
you know, and uh, I mean, and, even starting your own station and, and a pioneer of starting yeah, my yeah. own legitimate FM radio station here in South Florida to this and the first classic hip hop station in South Florida. Period. I, I, I think no, nobody could ever take that away from myself and Drastic. Uh, uh, Vibe 92.7 is I, I, it's kind of like Armstrong on the moon. He, you know, I put that flag down here in South Florida. Fact. And I, I know that uh, maybe not now, but, you know, 10, 20 years from now that, you know, that that will stick somewhere. And I say, hey, you know, I mean, I think it already is. It's just I mean, and, and it grows. The awareness of it grows more and more every day. And you it's, know? it's like genuine. It's like organic. Like it's just people telling you, like, yo, have you heard of this new? Station? Yeah, man. It, it, it's like I think. And that's another thing is like, yeah. And I appreciate every person that listens to this station, man. You know, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be where I'm at because audience is what it's about. Yeah, man. You know, what's still true. I'll tell you one last thing. One of my little nerd moments in radio. The still thing that trips me out about radio is how you can instantly be in everybody's car at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) crazy. You know, you go to a club, you go to a club and you have this crowd of people. But in radio, there's no way to gauge that. You know, I could gauge how many people we have online, but I can't gauge how many FM receivers are listening to this. And it still trips me out is like how instantly... You know, radio is the speed of light and how radio, um, how, how you can be, I could be here in Winwood, and the person in Homestead is listening to me over the radio, just Insane. straight radio. There's Insane. no connection, just radio. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's still trippy. I still got my Walkman, though. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, <laughs> I got a Walkman. Yeah. Modding the Walkman. Oh, right? man. I got my so Walkman. iPod modded, right? I got a Walkman. Well, yo, man, just want to thank you for having us. Thank you, bro. Yeah, man, absolutely, man. And we appreciate what you're doing here, what you're doing for Miami, what yeah. you just do in general. Thank you, man. Yeah, man. No, I, it's a, uh, it's a uh, definitely, uh, definitely a thing that was needed, and I'm, I'm humbled to to be the person to do it, and to have a great team, a great great amount of DJs around me, good people, uh, just in general. My boy Drastic, you know, my my boy K Fresh. Yeah, you know, shout out to K Fresh. Yeah, my dog in the, in the studio right now, just chilling, man. Cooking. Just, it's my dog, man. You know, um, my brother. If I could save anything, that's my brother, literally my brother. And um, and yeah, man, it's it's just a blessing, man. A blessing, a blessing and a curse, man. Because uh, <laughs> I'm the first one that gets a right. phone call when something goes wrong. Right, right, right. <laughs> Putting out fire. Yo, the station's off. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, I know you don't like to, but tell them where to follow. <laughs> <laughs> the oh station. man! What I, about um? Everybody gonna see like, damn, this old ass nigga right here. This nigga <laughs> hating on social media, dog. Hating on the gram, dog. Um, what about what about people that want to listen to online? Oh, so listen online. Um, uh, to listen online is at vibe ninety two seven Miami. Uh, we have the website uh www vibe ninety two seven Miami dot com. You can go in there. It's an HTML website. You can listen to it right on there. You don't have to download an app. Right. So you know if you're at work, whatever, and you don't can't download an app on your on your phone or whatever, you could just go on the PC. Um, you could download it there, and uh, and then the other way. Um, the other way around is you could download TuneIn Radio, which okay. is completely free. You don't have to get the pro version. You press the little X on the top right-hand corner, get TuneIn Radio. And the reason for me, a lot of people is like, yo, you should do your own app. And actually, we're working on doing our own app. But the, the reason why I, I kind of po- uh, partnered up with, with TuneIn, because TuneIn is supported on every major ta- uh, platform from uh, uh, you know, a Reku to, uh, to anything that supports Spotify to you know anything that supports any smart device period i mean you could play tune in radio on a samson refrigerator literally and i mean i've seen it on the ones that has a screen in it that that supports that so i i I found it very uh and the cool thing about them is that they only play one commercial in the beginning and then it's just right out 
all through it. No interruptions. Don't like Pandora and like that. Right. You know, you could do it that way. Uh, you could download the app. It's completely free. Um, and uh, and then obviously, you know, we do an IG live. I try to do an IG live. Uh, I wish I could only wish that Instagram would stop with that copyright bullshit. Yeah. You know, funny thing is that uh, I pay for a copyright blanket license where we're required in broadcast to pay for royalties yeah. and to pay for all that which i do a year it's a blanket license ask cap bmi and you're still getting and they're doing come on man you need on to live too yeah no no the uh, ig live they cut your content even though you're yeah even though i pay you know we yeah. pay for that it's like yo the fcc is way bigger than y'all get off that you know what i mean right. we're talking the federal government get off that cake for real right. So they need to stop that for real. Uh, it's like it's, it's mad annoying. You know, if you go to a concert and you're, you're watching somebody live and they heard th- three lyrics and they're going to mute you. Yeah. Fuck out of here, bro. You know, yeah. so it, it, it sucks. But that I deal with it. That's why, you know, we get away with it with Miami bass because Miami bass is the only time that w- that music wasn't documented. Yeah. So fuck them. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Loophole. Loophole. Loophole, man. Always Loophole. finding a workaround, bro. I see that. Uh, workaround. <laughs> I see that. Uh. Well, yo, Les, brother, thank you so much, Hey, man. thank you, you for having me on your show. Us. And, hey, I wish you guys the best. I think what you guys are doing on this on MIA Radio thank you. is a great thing, man. And, and I wish you guys the best to keep doing this. And I've heard, like I said, a couple of episodes with different DJs. And it really gives an insight to people on, uh, you know, what's going on in the background. Yeah, exactly. What's going on in the background, which is very important, by that's, the way. That's, that's one of our main things, man, especially like, you know, your station is something that like, I mean, it, it blows my mind and I've known you for years. But for somebody to find out that there's a station that's fully ran by itself like independent, by some, like independent i think that's the best like, thing to say yeah. is this is non-corporate radio this non-corporate, is independent, yeah, independent radio. radio fm independent fm radio fm station yeah yeah it's insane but brother thank you so much man and appreciate i appreciate it, you kaz and my boy Zaya, man thank course, you so much dog. Nah, thank you man thank appreciate you, it man semi radio see y'all next week we out